Hello, everyone, and welcome to oh. another episode of Art and Labor. Oh, it's Are you 20. still excited? Oh, I'm so excited. It hurts me. Oh, ow, ow, ow. Got an arrow to the heart. It's 2021, and I'm, oh, ow, ow. The one is an arrow. That's, <gasps> that's how they get you in 2021. Damn. They <laughs> just, is. they hit you with the one? Yeah, they hit you with the one. That's how they make it worse than, than 2020. Yeah, I was walking to work today, and I passed this pet store that was robbed. Jesus. And uh, on the, and so they, the, the, Glass was all smashed out, and uh, and then they boarded it up, and they put a sign that says, "They said this year was gonna be better than the last." Happy New Year! Oh my god! I was like, "Wow, that's I hmm, yeah, yeah, Happy that's New Happy New Year!" <laughs> god. Yeah, it's it's going good. It's going it's good going out there. Going good folks. so far. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh people God. are people are stealing from the pet store, um, and there is a serial uh, rapist at the subway station. Uh, is he it's, a rapist or just an assaulter? I think. Oh, just an assaulter. Sorry. But I mean, it's low I mean, it's grade. Like, it's like oh, an assault on your body is awful, no matter what. A molesta. Piece of shit. Yeah, it's, things are going good. Everyone's in a great mental state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially this guy over uh, here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. We wanna, well, we've, been, we've been doing a lot of reflecting on the end of the year, as you're supposed to. Mm. Uh, <laughs> even though my original position on on this New Year's holiday was, like, just trying – like you just know like I'm I'm very like I know everything is the same or worse. So I'm like I know all of this. But I think it is still important to have that ritual of um the end of the year, right? Oh, absolutely. Everyone has to take a minute, figure out if they're going to get really drunk and uh-huh. uh you know, think uh, am I going to kiss? Am I not going to kiss? And then you move forward with the rest of everything. You just pick up the pieces. Maybe you're hungover. Maybe maybe you're sad because you didn't kiss, and you realize your life is cursed. It's not cursed. It's fine. Oh, it's, it's just, oh yeah. Isolation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can kiss the inside of a mask. I heard that it it helps. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You could you could uh, you could uh, kiss a subway turnstile. Yeah, get some good antibodies. Kiss the whole city right now. It's a great idea. Oh, (laughs) oh, 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 oh! Oh my god! Yeah, Um, it's it's all happening still, folks. We have all happening still. Tons of vaccines, and no one can get them because of our governor. And we're we're doing great. Apparently yeah. we're we're doing just as well as everybody in uh <laughs> France and Germany too. The UK is in another lockdown. The we're, more uh laissez faire the government, um the worse uh, they're doing, huh? Yeah, 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 it almost seems like uh <laughs> this whole 
this, this whole market thing driving <laughs> the way that we take care of each other is uh, toxic or something. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, um, it uh, is. And uh, none of us who uh, know that are in power. So um, it's uh, incredibly difficult to witness um, intentional genocide happening all around us constantly. Um, and it's it's a brutal, disgusting time. And so don't, uh, I don't know, don't feel bad if shit's weird right now. It's, it's fucked up. listen i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm gonna be the first one to spill the beans here things aren't going great (laughs) i know that's a little rough to hear people have been saying it every week for like the uh almost a year can you believe that i uh we've just been collectively falling apart You, you got mysteriously sick Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to do a nice little yearly retrospective about my 2020 cuz it was like, oh boy, <laughs> I'm on my ass and then I'm very sick and I'm just just dealing with it cuz nobody knows what this is, so they just gave me some Mucinex. And you got through it all on your own like i mean we were like scheduled to record and you were like hey i literally can't breathe and i'm like dude call the fucking cab and go to urgent care this is fucked up oh yeah i yeah (laughs) i was really like i've i've never dealt with illness in a way where i like go and get help so for me to do that was the sign that things were that bad but i i had already i had already waited like I think I had waited like five days before and I was like, I'll be fine. I'm better. I'll just be better. And then I was like, I'm not better. I'm worse. Yeah, dude, you had COVID. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's was... exactly how it happens to people. They're they're fine when when they're first sick and then it gets really bad like the second week. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a long it was a long time. And then I still was kind of just trying to get it back together after that. But then it was cool because I couldn't work anymore and there was a lockdown. And then I lost my home because uh, I didn't have any money to pay for it. And then I, yeah, it was cool. I moved twice. Brutal. Yeah. And then I got into, uh, I got into some other hijinks. That- All sorts of the hijinks and bullshit, like... God, it, it it's an awful year, and it's like if, if death hasn't touched you, other insane shit has touched you. So it's like it's awful. It's there. all around awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but um, you know, pulling pulling up, pulling up on on those little whatever joysticks. But you used to fly a plane. Joysticks. <laughs> yes, they're called joysticks. That's what yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know the like the <laughs> joystick with the button on the top pull yeah. up on it. It's the same shit, like it is. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you can, if you can play the simulator, you yes. can do the real thing. Honestly, yeah. What's the fucking difference? I don't know. You'd figure it out. This yeah. is what Ready Player One's about, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what Wonder Woman eighty four is about. Oh God. 
not even, oh my fucking god we do, we do have a lot to say about the cia today oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh they oh my god they funded the shit out of that movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've been i was thinking about like um episode 10 of art and labor was about um art in the cia oh um, wow that I was, was so I was, many episodes ago and i was revisiting that and like what in the the show notes of that and like um it was a lot of show notes about um hollywood and hollywood's ties to the cia and marvel movies and like at the time marvel was doing a like sponsorship with palantir or something <laughs> and like delicious and, uh, it's like and of course it's like all that shit has just gotten like even more into focus and yeah it's it's all the same it's just more obvious which is why the cia had to do a little rebrand oh my god (laughs) oh i i can only hope that they are like more sensitive to different lean-in cultures like all coming I want together. You to, I want you to keep guessing because you're like one hundred percent correct. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I just like I just want to think like every um, every <laughs> walk of American life is capable of going to um, a country that is being oppressed and having their resources extracted from them, and like these <laughs> Americans will have the chance to like force um, the hand of the empire. And but it's gonna be great because like maybe they'll also get a pension out of it or something. Like the the only pensions left on the planet are yeah. for the CIA, and like it just really incentivizes everyone to get in there. I mean, that's what it's coming down to with the amount of like surplus labor we have right now. Um, that is what it's. I mean, that's like the whole thing with ICE too is that it employs a lot of Latino people. You know. Ugh. Um, Ugh. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, so the um, Vice's motherboard imprint, which like you know we talk about Vice on here a lot, like of course Vice has a lot of ties to um, right wing outlets in the State Department, and so they're not like I know I know they're not the most trustworthy, but they the the way that they rebuild their t- trust is through buying out like good journalists and and uh, making these imprints that are like pretty decent until they then destroy them later if they don't go down the path they want. So I found that Vice's motherboard is like decent um, for a lot of stuff to do with tech. Um, But, you know, yeah, just take everything with a grain of salt. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is the Vice piece about it. Um, Inspiring CIA rebrands to attract diverse operatives. The coup plotting spy agency has a diversity problem, preventing it from attracting recruits who can trace their heritage to places the CIA has undermined and destabilized. Oh, amazing. So, yeah, the CIA did a big rebrand. It looks like, um, of like, you know, like the boiler room. It looks like, it looks like a Berlin tech, techno show. It looks like, uh, Bahrain or whatever the fuck like these types of like n- noise um like like uh what's a good one I don't know it it looks like like sweat equity or like I don't know like one of these like like uh imprints like noise imprints like cool like it looks very cool it's like joy division it looks like oh my god um, that's so sick dude <laughs> 
Well, it's like the CIA was was always so cool. You know, they were all like, hey, we're secret guys. You can't mess around with that. And everyone's like, oh, I wish I could wear a fedora. <laughs> like the CIA. And now look at them. They're like, hey, um, kids like in- industrial music, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is like, the thing is like... um the big tech industry um and like uh music and the music and art that like tech people like um is all sort of combining i think and um i think it makes sense that the cia is choosing to fund this type of aesthetic right now um because i think it i think it shows like a certain um like embrace of surveillance culture. Oh I, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's that we live in public. Yes. Kind of like, oh, we're in the bunker now. Yes. Oh, it's fully Good stocked pull. in yes. here. God, let's do a watch along with that, dude. Sometimes. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Streaming. This I'm, really I'm meta that movie. It's so it's yeah, it's super weird. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, the you know the the God forsaken Twitter verse has been ablaze with um, making jokes and uh, japes about the new CIA logo, um, including me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've done plenty of jokes about it. I you know I I joke that like I hope that there is like um like a a, a DIY a, a defunct brooklyn diy venue next i hope it's like a a wolf with three eyes and a melting pizza like i hope like, oh yeah i hope there's a full health goth apparel collection cia like you know <laughs> oh dude i, I want to see it all i want to see <laughs> what do you want to see what do you want to see from the cia i well i want to see more like um, you know, I was, I was just thinking, what about like, if they're kind of nerdy, like, mm. it's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, secretly it's a hot girl, but she's wearing <laughs> glasses. So it's confusing. And but then you're like, oh wait, that's the CIA agent. <laughs> I like, like an eighties movie throwback. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oop, I'm just going to high school. But she's like 40. I just want that look. Like, but what about like the bimbo meme? The bimbo meme. Yeah. CIA. Yeah. yeah she looks like that, but she has glasses on. So it's like undercover. It's like, I no had, one's going to look another, at me. I had another nerdy one too. My other nerdy one was because, um, you know, Flash is dying. Oh. This is like, this is a big thing in my household because I'm dating a person. For you know, or I'm basically married to a person who is uh, obsessed with that that era of the internet. Um, oh, that's, so, that's hard. Well, it's, yeah, like Homestar Runners shutting down. You know, like like these types of like institutions of um, an old internet that is no more is is leaving. And so he was playing a lot of old Flash games, um, and uh, and so I thought of the CIA deciding to bring black to bring back Flash. And then launching a new web game that's like Snake, 
but you play as the Contras and eat inner city teenagers. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then that's my, my, cool. My, my final one was that the CIA has a solo show at the new museum called Restorative Justice for Pinochet. Oh. And it's kind of like an infotainment submersive experience. Yes. Cool. Yes. <laughs> it's a relational aesthetics piece. Yeah. Where you learn to like they give you like some sort of MK Ultra to make you sympathize with uh Pinochet. Oh, well, or I mean, they don't even have to MK Ultra you. Like, what if there, what if there was just a little um, Pinochet uh, animation before the game? That's like, hey, we're in this together. By that VR guy, who's the who's that fucking VR guy that is represented by Zwerner? <laughs> that guy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Jordan Wolfson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made by Jordan Wolfson. Oh, God. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Because here's the funniest part, Lucia. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Sorry. Um, the, the, um, uh, everyone was like, okay, so which, which design firm did the CIA redesign? Who did this? Um, and a certain writer rips has claimed credit for it. Wow. Um, I, I just can't believe it. <laughs> I used to, I, I, I mean, I, I, I put his paintings in a show. I also wrote a long piece about his, um, his work when it was very controversial back in the day, simple well, times, but he had a show time. at postmasters that was like, Mm -hmm. All of these paintings that were like trolling this lady who was a health person, and she she was all like, oh, "Whatever, I'm just being healthy." And he's all like, "What if your face is smushed though? Is it? Does this go against feminism?" I my my really bitchy thing I said was um, that this makes sense given uh, the CIA's history of taking advantage of drug addicts. Whoa. But I also actually mean that legitimately, like in a sympathetic way. Um, but I don't I don't think he actually did it. I think he's just lying. Also. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if he did. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> tell me all about it. Dude, you should make him tell you all about it. Yeah. You should. Legit, mm. like, because... I, it it the thing is it's impossible to know i think um our friend of the show uh, maddie varner is foyaing it trying to figure out who actually designed it um oh but, get get to the bottom but you know foyas take forever and uh, also the cia website for foya looks insane <laughs> like the way they redesigned the foya page like intentionally to make it as hard as possible to request a foya is so i'm funny. just imagining text that's like overlaid on text and it just sort of is all scrambled and some of it is is like it's like the code broke down while they were making the page that's exactly what it looks like it looks like a broken page oh god that's so but, clever those sneaks <laughs> The other big contender for who might have been involved is this guy, David Rudnick, who 
is a Yale MFA type designer dude who uh, seems seems completely insufferable to me. Uh, So I'm, you know. I'm not not to like have constant suspicions of people like you got to let go. The thing about like learning about the CIA is that you can't go to tinfoil hat, drive yourself insane. You can't do it. It's not good. Well, they are. They want you to do that, they, man. They That's what they want. Do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got to just try to keep a level head. But, you know. The thing with art and something that's become more clear to me as I've like, you know, for one thing, revisited Society of the Spectacle multiple times throughout the years um, <laughs> is that there it, – because it's hard. It's easy to forget. Like, you know, I've, I feel like I've even said this on this show before, but like, you know, any aesthetic can be recuperated into the spectacle. Any aesthetic um, can be – taken advantage of by the state department um artists take state department money all the time um even you canadians out there like taking <laughs> like with the really nice checks you get from your government from time to time i know it's not great uh, always but like that shit comes with like a certain nationalism attached um yeah, even if you don't, even if you reject it. Um, hey, hey, baby, sign me up. You know, all I'm saying is, you want an eagle on that? Do you you guys hear me? Yeah, rubbing my hands. Yeah. Oh, sinister! Somebody wants to get paid. Paid, baby. Real paid. Yeah, I can only imagine. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could code. <laughs> I wish I went to Yale and coded so that I could still be in debt even after the CIA check. <laughs> I mean, Legit. damn. <laughs> Legit true. My my friend uh, in the Discord, I, I don't know if, if she wants to be named, was like, you know, I wouldn't put it past the CIA to like, just like force people to do work for them in exchange for not busting them for buying drugs online or something you know oh (laughs) yeah it could be any number of ways that people are forced to do really shitty work like you know who knows that's like uh that's like the story of mr sprinkles you know he was just trying to um you know be an imaginary fun person but then he got all mixed up with the wrong crowd and had to go to jail and then you know and then the and then the CIA was all like, "Hey, you're gonna be a spy for us, or you're going back to the clink." And he was like, "All right." Is this a Rick and Morty thing? It's um, it was the, it was a pre pre Rick and Morty thing. It was like from Channel One Hundred One days. Like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah it is like that. It's um, like Mr. Sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, how much of Hollywood operates like that? How many fucking psychopaths do you have to fucking work for in Hollywood? Like every single fucking producer is a scumbag pedophile like i like i'm sorry they are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How- no i mean you know except for the ones that are just like beaming with generosity and like <laughs> and like a magnanimous spirit where they're like oh you seem genuinely talented and i want to lift you up so that you can help the people you know all of those types that are in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's a famous type 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, the one that has a name that's like really cemented in everyone's imagination. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The well-meaning, beneficent Hollywood guy. Yeah, yeah. you can't even say like good person who works for Hollywood. Like just even saying it like that doesn't even make sense. Like (laughs) who even... He's the good one, you know, yeah. the one who doesn't rape, who <laughs> isn't, or 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 you know, shield rapist. Like it's like one or the other. Like, God. oh yeah, well not anymore. You know, we had a great calling in our culture, and there's no more inequity. And this is something that we're gonna move forward into. Um, you know, but like Biden is is gonna even close the wage gap. <laughs> He's he's he doesn't like the wage gap, folks, and we're gonna get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. We went from red rapist to blue rapist, and it's better now. And all those problems are gone. Like literally, Alyssa Milano, the fucking psycho lib on Twitter, who's uh, like whole like rebranding was about Me Too, has like removed Me Too from her bio entirely. <laughs> oh yeah, well she went back on it. Didn't she have something where she was like, oh, me and Elizabeth Warren love Joe Biden. And we're all like, come on, ladies, let's think about the bigger picture. God, and Tara Reid is just trashed and trashed and trashed. Like she was like, I saw this um, this piece about like uh, 2020 crazy people or like some like just this completely deranged piece to say about anybody. And like Tara Reid is like on the list as like, remember this crazy character of 2020? Like, oh fuck God! You. Fuck you! Uh, fuck you! Yeah, like, that's all like these PR freaks being like, yeah, we just gotta bury this un- mm-hmm. inconvenient story. Like, yeah, we'll just des- we'll destroy you <laughs> in the eyes of the public. So for Dude. a couple of days, people will be like, hey. Aren't you that lady? And then they'll forget about it. Ooh, because we're the big bad press. The press is evil, dude. They're yeah, so evil. They have to work so hard, though, to really <laughs> bury anybody. I mean, on a, even the worst criminals that everyone is, like, trying to really dogpile. Right. It's like, it's like, ugh, whatever. Like, No, the, the cancel culture isn't actually that real like it just doesn't work except for on people who are regular and who didn't who just have no defenses like it doesn't catch the criminally insane or whatever it just catches like people who were like oops oh man oh geez i I thought it was cool but it wasn't and they're like well now you're not ever gonna get a job sorry that you did that thing in undergrad is when it's a of a, a civilian type person <laughs> when it's like somebody caught on camera, like yeah, like, little small fry, um, for sure. But it does feel like very like the PR spice must flow when it comes to this CIA rebrand and thing because it's like it's that classic thing of like, um, like Trump, like everyone just talks about it all the time, and then it's president, you know. <laughs> uh, like like you know you give it like the bad press is good press also and and the same thing with writer rips like writer rips is a piece of shit like i i'm not a fan but i mean i get i don't but i'm not saying that as like um 
cancel for like i'm not fucking saying that i'm well really, yeah and also you're saying that and i'm not saying yes, that yeah i mean i like i don't care for his antics over the years like i i think a lot of them were like um genuinely fucked up but i don't think that i don't think anybody's irredeemable who's like you know uh, a normal not not ruling class person um so with but you know it, him claiming the cia thing only helps him like it's like not um it doesn't it doesn't matter if he did it or not like uh it's just it's just a a good troll is a good troll to do and that's that has always been what he's good at so props for that yeah kudos, kudos for that get get that uh fucking money dude uh <laughs> Oh my god. That's fine with me. Uh oh, what if it's all true? And it, and if it's you know, if it's all true, it's like it's a it's a scumbag thing to do to fucking work for uh war criminals and um work, you know. But like we like we said, you know, we don't I would love I would love to know the full story. Uh, yeah well it's all unfolding so catch the wave (laughs) it's definitely bad (laughs) we're gonna get to see this is so exciting like what if what if also oh my god hold on cia but they're babies yeah like cia kids you know cia for kids is like a wonder show isn't it already yeah oh that'd be great yeah it's like beat kids but (laughs) and yeah they're just they're a little slick they all have little they have like baby google glass on and they're like talking into their pacifiers oh my god but yeah i don't know take a look at the website it's doing the the double thing of like appealing to like new media quote unquote aesthetics and um you know calling for diversity and wanting to hire hire more women guards whatever you know hire more women CIA officers like well it's gonna be you know like a really hard decision for people to make as other sectors of the workforce just disintegrate and you know there's going to be all these opportunities to work for the state and you know i can i can imagine a way for like if i had like i'm like oh shit i got nothing to do but this seems cool all right i'll do it like I i don't know i don't i don't hold it against people to like uh, really, really, what if they do like a Green New Deal type thing? Like you know, that's that is only going to be beneficial to the you know existing State Department apparatus that under both parties have been um, incredibly hawkish, incredibly um, fucked up, torturous, um, you know evil <laughs> well, yeah uh, but i think you know i can i just i'm saying i can put myself in the shoes of people who are like too. oh um, you know we're doing these things for the right reasons 
<laughs> right. I mean, like, you know, I've even said, I've said on the show before, like, yeah, if they expanded like a WPA type fucking program where I could just like clean my local park, like as my job and that that's my job, like I would love to do that, you know, that's, um, but you could, I mean, that's the job now. It's, it's very hard to get, frankly. Uh, I've tried. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if they were to expand it and, and make it easier, the one that's like kind of easy to get is like shoveling snow, but there hasn't been a lot of snow. This oh time. God. Yeah. Nobody wants to sign up for that one. I'll do it. Like, I don't mind. It's, it's I know, but there's no yeah. job there. That's why it's yeah, like, oh, it's only temporary. Yeah. It, well, it's temporary. It's like uh, maybe one or two days a year. Yeah, but it's like, you know, the, these these sort of things, like, keep, um, like, you know, can be utilized by, like, the the same, in, in, within, in the same interest of, like, uh, the military-industrial complex. Like, it's, uh, it, you, how many degrees removed do you have to be to, to be complicit or not? It's hard to say. Like, it's, you know, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's... Oh, I'm saying there just isn't a world where you were outside of the thing. It's part of living in the United States. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I like I can I I'm like I'm I'm already in it. I don't I don't really yeah. see the protests. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I guess it's it's very relative to say that it's not like I'm trying to get a job at the CIA or something. But I can easily see somebody go. Well, you know. Well, let's think about Iowa Writers Workshop too. So, because mm-hmm. this is what we talked about the the first time we talked about the CIA at length was, um, that you know the Iowa Writers Workshop was was uh, was a, a a CIA operation that um, recruited radicals from all around the world. Um, uh, and to bring them to landlocked Iowa and then like feed them like Mark Twain style, like individualist um, t- uh, uh, propaganda, basically um, try to convert them f- from whatever radical place they're coming from to a, uh, a more individualist, easier to um, control mode um and that like i was thinking about how like you know yeah if if i if i remain like unable to get a job and all the shit runs out and like like i've been i've been there before i've always considered a residency like i've always like considered doing that and like and it would disrupt like everything that I've tried to, to build about being rooted in my neighborhood and um, like wanting, wanting to stay here and be here. Um, it would disrupt like all of that. And, well, yeah, that's what displacement is like though. You end yeah. up doing things to survive or to have some continuity in another area in your life. And like, you right. don't know what kind of circumstances would come up to make it so that you do enter into a space that has some questionable uh, backing or has some kind of tangential relationship, even if you're not like, you know, I don't think that you go directly to the source and just like become a a spy cop or something, but <laughs> it's like... I. 
I don't know. I just, I can see it. Like I can see how people get there and it, there's just, a material reason why people get there. Yeah. There's so many mm-hmm. circumstantial things that have to line up, but a, a lot of them are lining up where we're seeing options for people's livelihoods just melt away. It's mm-hmm. like, and then you see this other, you know, these recruits, recruiters just coming in and they look cool because they are new wave now. So like, I like <laughs> new wave, let's do it. And then, and then you're like, Oh shit, now I'm in and I'm, and my morals are compromised. Oh, I, I guess, you know, gonna I, go guess down the I guess I will, um, I guess I will start a union at Google. Oh yes. Congratulations <laughs> to the Google union. Yeah, because I mean, they eat together and they sleep together and they get married to each other. <laughs> they may as well also have a union. I mean, they're already a cult. Like, <laughs> I don't really understand, but it's great, right? The way it's the the okay. So the the things the arguments I'm sympathetic to are um, that given enough leverage, perhaps they could steer the company away from military contracts. Which I'm totally completely sympathetic to that argument, but that's not the militant posture that I see. I don't I don't see a militant posture in this union, and it's too small, and it and it 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 represents some of the lowest rung workers, but um, it's mostly higher up people. Oh, um, so it, that's going to be a problem. Uh, but it is like as a model, the model of like that very expansive model of covering everybody in the fucking alphabets you know i think is good um just gotta get those numbies up i don't know that's what i think yeah i'm not sure i'm i'm not sure like because it the work culture at google is so strange it's like uh, everyone is crowdsourcing things and making little apps and selling them back to the company it's like so wait when you make an app and you sell it to google are you like it does that go into, you know, isn't there still kind of like this individualist incentive thing that's built into the work culture? Like, how do you unionize around that? Yeah, there is. And like, and, and a lot of like, it's shielded by these like multiple layers of independent contractors that is extremely like difficult to organize around. It's not easy. Um, but to, to have the type of union that is, um, that wants to be as expansive as possible is a good start, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, good Good luck, everybody. Godspeed. Don't, don't be evil now. <laughs> yeah, just watch yourself. Evil is around every corner. Um, but yeah, it's... A, it's it's um it's strange it feels like like it feels that it feels like a similar thing to unionizing art workplaces is like all these different um sort of disparate elements that come together in say a, a museum or whatever oh yeah I'm trying to uni- unionize all of them like um yeah so that's a that's a pretty good segue into um our friend uh robin who wrote a piece about unionizing the art world (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's i don't know it's pretty interesting there's like a 
Oh man, I'm gonna have to get this book out. I can't even remember who it's by. That's fine. <laughs> Just go to our Twitter. I I put it. I put it on the Twitter. Just go there. Yeah, you did put it on the Twitter. I did. I never put anything there. I'm like, this is important. You guys. <laughs> I'm always glad when you do. It's like you like, oh. round it back in what it's doing. Oh, there there you are. Um, yeah, so the, the book is about the history of the creative class. Please enjoy this wait music. Yeah, it's um, where is it? You said, um, friend of the pod, Robin Kaiser Schlatzin, uh, wrote a stellar account of working in the art world that doubles as a review on the making of the creative class by Shannon Clark. Oh, Shannon Clark, dang, that, that's not a hard name to remember. Sorry, <laughs> it was a while ago that I, you posted it and I read it. Um, feels like a millennium ago. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like the day before yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Marty, it feels like years and years. Toasted guys, just <laughs> burnt to a crisp. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, but it's um, you know, it's an interesting piece. It's like uh, I think a lot of the history of labor in the arts gets erased in favor of that individualist understanding of creativity and genius, and we've definitely covered that in the pod. But you know, I think I don't know. I'm intrigued to read this book. Because it sounds like um, there's a lot of good documentation on the ways that people crafted a creative class in cities in particular. And how, um, you know, the art world really is in some ways built from the bottom up. Yeah. And um, there are there are these like mega stars and these like giant galleries and everything, but they don't exist without labor. And and there was a lot more protection for people um, before before the crash, before a fi- huge financial crash. Yeah. Um, in the, in the, the Great Depression, basically. And um, it's interesting. I mean, it's like I feel like in New York or in kind of in in. The United States is at, at large. There was this moment where a lot of art and cultural workers were organizing and unionizing, and this crisis that we're in now is definitely being used to, uh, you know, shock doctrine that shit out of here. You know, Some yeah, things happening now. Yeah, God. Even if, even if it wasn't as robust as you know back in the day, but it, 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 we're building something, huh? We're trying. Everybody's trying. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's important to keep trying. Yeah. I mean, we're just still trying to figure out what the art world's going to look like because the projections for all the art fairs and um internationally have come out where I guess there's there's like a apparently there's going to be um some major fairs like projected to open in in the next summer but that would mean that all of the collector class would be like flying from continent to continent to no way uh, fund you know these fairs with the sales and it so that you know everyone is looking at it as kind of impossible yeah um and and from there, it's like, well, how do we know how much revenue is going to 
be coming into this sector. We don't we don't know. So we can't think about like who's going to possibly be like a stable hire, you know. Mm-hmm. And still all the spaces that I know that used to have like, you know, tons of jobs for art handlers and stuff are they're just decimated. And people yeah, even are, the shitty gig work is drying up, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just, I mean, you know, something is still going on. It's just that the everything is reconfiguring in a way where I think a lot of online sales... I mean, fuck, the only thing that was going on last year was, like, mostly online sales or just remote sales, like... And then whatever that, whatever money comes through that is, you know, divvied up amongst whoever is kind of a, um, you know, everybody has a crew (laughs) that they work with. So everybody's like, everybody's just working with their crew right now. And I don't think there's like a lot of new people entering the field. I know. I, I, I feel like I've, I've I've been in that mindset with zine fairs like it's like this was um I mean I've definitely talked about this um but you know this was like um a source a big source of income for a lot of people who and I think are now like in similar position as me either like unemployed underemployed living at their parents house like it's all and it's just like it's just going to be like that. And definitely like so many people I know who are like living off of freelance stuff combined with like IRLs vending sales um, and are doing really bad. You know, anyone with a retail Oof. shop is doing really bad. Yeah. Like, all, all that shit is like really nuts. Um, uh, and, um, you know, and they just keep kicking the can down the road with, um, these eviction moratoriums just delaying the inevitable. <laughs> well, um, the inevitable is that there's going to be so many evictions on the books according to their parameters that it's going to be impossible to process and they're going to have to eventually figure out what they're doing with it. Otherwise, it's like, what are we doing? We're playing like musical chairs with the whole country. Like, we're all going to just go in a different house. Like, what are you talking about? Makes makes sense. I hate the government. It makes sense when you talk. Jesus Christ. I'm tired of looking at them. I I don't even look at them anymore. You you shouldn't have to. I mean, nobody should. They're not doing... They're completely disconnected. It's like, it doesn't matter. They they decide something. They don't decide something. Lucia, we feed them. Oh my God. I quit. I quit feeding them. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Congratulations. Thank God. I mean, I was so afraid. I was so afraid she might go. Dude, Nancy. You know, they they deserve to be popped in the head, like all of them. Like, I'm sick of it too. Um, I just think like jail is good for criminals, you know. Yeah, empty the jail of regular people, fill it with all these fucking politicians. For real. Yeah. For real. Put criminals in jail. Come on now. <laughs> 
like seriously, that's and that's and you know that's why they they're never gonna prosecute Trump because then it would open them all up to prosecution. Oh, forget it. Trump Trump is gonna go down as like this funny thing that happened. <laughs> It's like, oh, guys, remember when he was all, like, waving his hands? <laughs> I, I do want to tell you the latest news is that um, Iran is um, is uh, trying to get uh, Trump tried in international court. Like, <laughs> pretty dank, in my opinion. Oh, I know. Well, they started talking about that, like, earlier this year. I forget. Yeah. It was, yeah, and it, it kind of came across as a joke. Now they're like calling Interpol. Um, there, what is it? Where's the headline? Um, Iran requests uh, the International Criminal Police Organization Interpol to issue a red notice for the arrest of President Trump and 47 other U.S. officials oh. citing the killing of Top General Qasem Soleimani. Yes, I Go love for it. it. It's like it's like the shit with Nigeria. Um, steal it like regular like nigerian people or like other people in other countries um stealing four or no seven billion dollars from like the shoddy united states unemployment systems oh yes <laughs> you oh. know fucking take it god oh i just wonder how true that is though that just i know they could just be drumming that up as an excuse to like crack down on oh um, yeah they're like know. They're Nigeria, like Nigeria, Somalia, whatever. They, oh. they are fucking. They are fucking with Somalia right now. That yeah, I did, I don't. I think that's an op. To I don't know. To me personally, I'm like, oh, all of this unemployment money went missing. Are you trying to say that like? Uh, You're probably right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I just think it's kind of a thing of like, oh, that's why we didn't give it to people. Yeah, and they have to find like new ways to fund covert like military ops like that because. The, they can only do the heroin trade for so long. Oh, sure. And you have to come up with a new Russiagate. Like, right. oh, guys, we're being hacked all over the place. That's why things are going yes. so poorly. It's the, it's, yep. oh, it's them over there. Dang Nigerian scammers. You know, they're always sending you emails. Dude, totally so plausible. Dude, I, I'm glad you, because we, we're coming to a similar conclusion on that. Like, if you look back on the um, Discord earlier today, um, one of my reads of the CIA redesign. The other thing about it is that the UI and UX is actually extremely shoddy. So, um, meaning like the user interface and like yeah. the, the code, not like unemployment insurance. Uh, but the 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 interface is really really shoddy, and it's like almost welcoming attacks, and like and that set off like a red flag to me. Like, okay, they were sort of like welcoming these cyber attacks as like an excuse to start shit. So I we're we're on, we're on the same page with this funnily enough. Yeah. This <laughs> I'm I'm like suspicious. <laughs> I'm I'm down for this because I didn't get any unemployment. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Of course somebody was somebody took it. But I think it, you're owed. I think you're owed a lot of money um by the by the system. I'll just get it back in blood. Yes. And I, yes, some sort of karmic cycle will unleash for you and it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be just. Oh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for the swift blade of justice. <laughs> I know, I know who my enemies are. <laughs> I just watched all of the Lord of the Rings movies. So I'm like, 
Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> on that tip. Dude, it's all on HBO. You should watch them. And watch The Hobbit. They're not bad. They're fine. Yeah, they're good movies. You I know, nev- I've never watched epic. them. The, not, not Lord of the Rings. I watch Lord of the Rings all the fucking time, but the, I've never watched The Hobbit. The Hobbit. Movies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've just been watching Berserk. Oh, my God. That's like the most brutal shit you can be watching right now. Oh, it's so therapeutic to me. I'm like, yeah, I need more. <laughs> that I watched, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it just it's really it's really helping me because it's all about like it's it's just this world where like, you know, what is what is fate and what is destiny and like everyone is dying of a plague or like yeah. getting hacked apart. And I'm like, yes. And then you just swing your sword around and and there's a little fairy guy and and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, a sidekick. It's great, and, and they're they're sort of gay, even though they're also rapist and insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that confusion <laughs> that that I relate to, dude. Yes, and okay, if you get like tired of Berserk, try Golden Kamui. It's really good. Is it bloody? It's extremely bloody. Um, uh, about the right. Russo-Japanese War. Um, and but it's like post the war and um it's about like the ethnic minority groups of japan during the time which is one of the groups is called the Ainu people um and it's about like a a former soldier teaming up with an Ainu person to um like get back this like stolen gold oh like, word that um the japanese government is after uh it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fucking tight. It's so good. Yeah, I'll um, give I give that one a, sh- sh- a a little watch. I watch I watch that blood. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a link for it. I mean, the manga is far far superior, but um, like the anime. If you want to start with the anime and then see if you want to try the manga, um, I don't think the yeah. anime is. I don't think the anime is completely irredeemable. It has anime anime fans know there's like some really bad CGI in it but it's not the worst and then they leave out they just leave out some characters that are really cool but uh it's still good yeah yeah sounds like the classic issue is like at a certain point cgi just tried to be like a video game and it and it failed (sighs) yeah well it's annoying because it's normally with anime it's like you know you don't need to make the bear cgi you can just draw it yeah but they're (laughs) like well how do we compete we gotta (laughs) We gotta stylistically compete with everything else, or it's laziness. It's like faster to not, like at a certain. Sometimes it can just be faster. Yeah, I mean, I don't fine. know why people don't just focus on writing more. You know, stick to the basics. Well, it's written great. The writing is great. You're gonna like it. Oh hell yeah! And it's like less bleak than Berserk, but still. It still can't it can get bleak but it's like also it has a lot of really hilarious like gag moments <laughs> that are just amazing oh yeah perfect yeah i like a little bit of sorrow and then a little bit of absurdity yes there's a lot of like just comically absurd like deaths and that are also really beautiful at the same time Whoa. <laughs> um highly recommend it golden golden kamui um cool but i don't know it's the end of the show should we say our our plans for 2021 for art and labor yeah let's make an announcement let's make an announcement 
Okay. If y'all made it this far, you're probably the true blue listeners that really want to hear about this shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) People tend to only listen to the first like 40 minutes of a podcast. I know. They're going to be like, what, what, what? (laughs) Yeah, here's the Easter egg at the end, folks. Um, We're trying to switch some things up a little bit. Um, We want to open up our cast of characters yeah that's right to some new homies um we wanna i don't know we i mean for me i i've been having a hard time uh with my brain so i you know i gotta do some therapy and stuff but you know we're thinking hey lighten the load bring in some more people try to like have more voices on the show is good. Um, have more in- input, um, you know, like, you know, if, you know, if one of us won't, needs to take a break, like having other people who could do it for a week is awesome. Like whatever it is like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like every other podcast on the internet, how they have like three people or <laughs> sometimes like four people <laughs> or like sometimes five people and they're all hanging out and it's like, woo, look at all those friends together. We're looking to be like that. Sometimes, sometimes there's going to be a couple of people. Sometimes it'll be like, to other people or maybe yeah just interview which we've done before have just one of us doing an interview um and i think it works well um to have a a diversity of things and also to to lighten up like you're actually working a full-time job and i'm not so it's like it's it's a good time to like reconfigure how we can lighten it up um for you and then like also do our own little CIA rebrand, huh? Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, CIA. You thought you were the only one reworking your image, but <laughs> check this shit out. It's good. It's 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 really good to to discuss things like and and rework them and re and re-envision things and make them that's how you make them stronger, I think. I agree. yes yeah i don't know i mean i think it'll be cool like uh, if you if you guys want to if anybody out there in radio land is interested if you feel like if you really like this show and it's something that like you're interested in please reach out reach out to our email art and labor podcast at gmail.com dm dm me on twitter i guess or dm dm me because i'm the one who's unemployed but um yeah, or if you for or some reason have my information, yeah. just send me a message. I don't give a shit. If you're a hardcore Lucia head, do you feel more comfortable talking to Lucia? Talk to her. Yeah, I'll talk do. Yeah, th- thank you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we never cool. announced that either. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of changes have been going on. <laughs> I officially yeah. am a they them person. They thems. Cheers to they thems. Um, fucking rock. <laughs> Yeah. Cheers to they thems. The whole the whole bunch of them. <laughs> Everyone. Every they them. And and including the they thems is the pluralization of of art and labor. Let's expand and be a they together. <laughs> yeah, let's have fun. As in a group of people. 
they's they's and thems Come together on, having fun up. get those dms days i know i know we're all out there yeah <laughs> all right bye let's have fun lots of fun let's have fun let's have fun let's have fun lots of fun <laughs>